Well, we could, uh, we could worship with that every week, could we not? Praise God, if that don't touch your soul, get saved. Amen? You know, who they, you know what that song is all about, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Praise God. Glory to God. Tonight, if you would, find your places in 2 Samuel chapter number 23. Well, we're going to, uh, tonight we're going to, well, we're going to take just these next few moments and look at one of the mighty men of valor, uh, one of David's mighty men of valor, but more than one of David's mighty men of valor, but God's mighty men of valor. How many of you know tonight, I believe God's looking for some more mighty men. And what I say men, I say men, women, boys and girls, some people on fire for God. Amen? Who believes it tonight? Praise God, we ain't got to get slumped down and depressed. I believe God has seen victory, amen? All right, well, stand to your feet and let's read it, amen? Let's stand and read it tonight. If y'all took a nap, go ahead and wake up right now. It's a good time to do it. 2 Samuel chapter 23, we're going to look at verse, we're going to skip on to verses 11 and 12 tonight, and we'll be there, uh, we'll be there all night. Here we go, y'all ready? Verse 11 of chapter number 23, the Word of God says, And after him was Shema, the son of A.G., the Herite, and the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils. And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines. And the Lord wrought a great victory. That's right, tonight we're going to be talking about lentils. Welcome to Sunday night at Southside. What's so special about these lentils? Well, let's find out together, amen? I, I believe God would have us raise up some men and women and boys and girls that's going to serve God, love God, but fight the good fight, amen? Let us pray together. Heavenly Father God, I do thank you, God, for your word. God, I ask you to bless now the reading of your word and... God, I pray that we take it to heart tonight, realizing, God, you're in the big things, but God, you're also in the little things. And God, some of the things we think so little so many times are big things to you. God, I thank you for that. God, I thank you that you're in every detail of our lives. God, wanting to be a part of every little piece of it. God, I thank you and praise you for it. And God, I ask now, God, that you just open us up. God, that we would realize you want to be a part of every piece of it. God, maybe tonight. Oh, there's that little thing that God's holding us back. Oh, God, that we haven't stood up and stood on and stood firm on. But, God, I pray tonight that change in our hearts, God. God, I think it's no uh, accident tonight that I know it's no accident tonight that uh, those that are in the house, but those online with us, God, we need help tonight. So, God, give us strength. And, God, I pray, God, you set me aside. God, use these, uh, this tongue and lips, God, for your honor and for your glory tonight. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. You'll remember part, uh, part two of the message this morning. We discussed the power of God within us. The power of God within us. How many of you know tonight it's powerful when the power of God is within us and we're surrendered to what God 
wants to do. Can I tell you this? God cares about the, the, the little details and the big details, and He wants to work in our lives and work within us in every single facet and every single part of it. Now listen, we're all going through these things together, and I told you we weren't going to talk about certain things tonight, so we're not going to. But we can all agree in tough times, right? We can all agree in discouragement and fight and enemies and opposition. How many ever seen some of that? We all agree. All right, praise God. We're all together. Yes. I want you to look here because we can really take some truth from Shema tonight, all right? So let's look at this. Let's look at what God would have them do. Hey, I listen, uh, you might say, is, uh, it, what is this? how does this uh, apply today? I think it applies very well today. Let's take a little history lesson of what's going on. Let's set the pace of what's taking place. Here are the children of Israel, right, the people of God. And they're out there in the field, right? And they're out there getting those lentils. Now, how many of you know uh, lentils, if you had that on your list of things to eat, lentils is going to be uh, probably on the bottom. Matter of fact, I, I, I would just about eat just about anything uh, other than lentils. I mean, I guess I'd go ahead and add in a little grass if I was going to eat lentils. But can I tell you, I think these lentils meant an awful lot to the children of God. Huh? Yeah, there's a lot of things they didn't have that we got today, amen. Right? It's a big deal, right? But I want you to notice what takes place here. And I, listen to me, I know just as well as you're sitting there, there's some that would say, what is the big deal with some lentils? Well, unfortunately, that's what a lot of uh, children of Israel said. Hey, listen, I, I'm not going out there for some lentils. I, I will turn and run. Uh, we got some doing that today, do we not? Sure we do. If we're not careful, it'll be us. Hear me tonight. This, this covers a lot of basis, folks. A lot of basics, basis in our life. The children of Israel, here they are. They're out there in the field getting those lentils. And I want to say this and preface it. Just because you think something may not have value or may not be very important to you, I can guarantee you it is to somebody else. Huh? And you never know what God does to provide for His people. Hear me out tonight. God gave them that field and God gave them them lentils. Hear me. I think we got too many people counting the cost and, re and saying to themselves, well, it ain't worth it. Can I tell you this? If it belongs to God, now that's where, we got, that's where we've got to make up our mind and heart. If it belongs to God and God is providing it for His people, can I tell you tonight, it's worth fighting for. You better believe it is. You better believe it is. The question is, is there anybody there to fight for it? I want you to notice this tonight. I, I just cannot imagine the children of God as they're picking those lentils and those Philistines. Can I tell you, this ain't the first time I'm sure that they've done this. I tell you, it was probably, it was probably a routine. It, it was probably maybe even scheduled. You say, how was that? Well, look at the reaction. You can kind of get a little taste of it. Here they are, they're out in the field, they're gathering up those lentils, and here comes the Philistines. I mean, they're armed, right? What it says they come as a troop. Here they are, they come down, they're organized, and what do those children of Israel do? They turn and they run. They fled. They fled. And I believe today we got a lot of people fleeing. You don't have to agree with me. But I believe it's true. 
I believe we've got a lot of people today counting the cost. And they're seeing what the devil's doing and what the devil's tearing up. And can I tell you this? You get outside the will of God and the devil will... Hey, the devil loves for you to do it. I, I was about to say devil will let you do it. He's desiring for you to do it. And you're not going to... Listen, you're not going to upset the devil if you're living for him. That's a big swallow right there. Let's go ahead and do it all together. Huh? You're not going to upset the devil living for the world. You sure ain't going to upset the devil living for your flesh. That's what he loves. That's what he de desires for you. And yet, so many times we'll see, hey, we'll see the Philistines coming and we'll turn and run. You know what that's a picture of for us today? Hey, all the things that we're battling, the devil's throwing at us. You, see, you say, preacher, what do you mean? I say the devil is using all of this stuff to discourage you, to get you to turn and run. And I'm afraid today too many are running running and I know the first thing people are thinking about well what are you talking about this pandemic listen I'm not listen, all I'm telling you is examine your heart and if it lands there then you need to deal with it let's don't start picking out things I don't believe God would have us to do that I believe what he would have us to do tonight is see where we are with him where's our relationship with Christ what do we see here with the people who would turn and run? As I imagine them coming down the field, I can just imagine what it was like for Shema. I can just imagine him standing out there and saying, what in the world is going on? Here comes the Philistines and where are all my people going? They're just running away. Just running away. And I ask you again tonight, hey, what's going to happen when everything's a wreck? Are we just going to turn and run away? Are we going to give up and throw our hands in the air and say, you know what, I'm only one person, I really can't do much. God help us if that's our attitude. Because I have to ask this question, do you serve the same God I do? Why is it so easy for us to turn and run? You know why it's so easy for us to turn and run? is because we start counting the cost. Huh? We start counting the cost. Listen to me. The, all, of those, uh, all of those children of Israel that ran and, and fled, listen, they counted the cost, and guess what? They weren't willing to pay the cost. And you say, preacher, do you think they should have died for some lentils if it be God's will? Let me say it again, if it be God's will. I'm not sure what we're willing to fight for anymore. I'm not talking about a lost and dying world. I'm talking about the church. Overall, come on. What are we willing to die for? Are we willing to die for principle? Are we willing to die and stand or roll over. I don't know about you. I'm not rolling over. Might as well go ahead and take me out. Let's go ahead and get it on. Because I'm not going to back down to any of this stuff. And I'm not, listen to me, hear my heart. Hear my heart because I'm not talking out of pride and arrogance. Listen, there is nothing about me. But there is everything about my God. And if I'm doing the will of God, you hear me tonight, if I'm doing the will of God and He knows your heart, whether you're doing it for Him and doing it in His will, I believe God will protect you and take care of you. 
And hear me loud and proud, I can tell you this. Hey, either way, I will be delivered, folks. Who are we? Are we the children of God? Are we those that's going to run and hide? I can tell you this, I thank God for Shema. Oh, I thank God. I thank God for a man. Notice what he did. I want you to notice these points tonight. Three points, and I hope you get these. I really do. Number one, the majority will always run. Did you get that? The majority will always run. If you're looking for somebody to go in with you and get out and run, guess what? You'll always find somebody. Why is that? Because that's the easiest way. Oh, that's the easiest way to run. Huh? It ain't very courageous, is it? You'll always find somebody to run. And the majority will run. Can you imagine how many had to be out there in that field that day? And for one man to turn around? Hear me. Listen, it ain't a question if he faced great opposition in taking a stand and walking to the middle of that field. We know he did by what he was up against. And I look at the opposition that we face today. Oh, the, the battles that we've got raging today. I look around and I say, man, you know, we've got it good in so many areas. But man, we're getting ripped to shreds in others. Many of our homes in shambles. I don't know about you. I'm sick of hearing about divorce. I'm sick of hearing. Listen, I'm sick of hearing about people giving up. I really am. I'm sick and tired of it. Who's going to take a stand in the middle of the field when it looks like it's impossible? I ask you tonight, who is your God? Who is your God? But here it is. You can just imagine Shema. Hey, he looks up. He sees everybody running. But yet he goes for it. Praise God for a man who will run to it rather than run from it. Huh? You see, I can just imagine the naysayers. Y'all do realize there are plenty of naysayers. Oh, I can just imagine those naysayers as they saw him run by. Boy, that's, that one right there, now he's crazy. Huh? Hey, that one right there, he's asking to be killed. He's asking to die. He must have lost his mind. You don't think we hear that today? Hmm? You mean to tell me you're going to go up against all of that and think you even got a chance? Yes, I do with God. Oh, I do with God. I ask you, do you believe it tonight? I believe God was looking down. Listen to me. I don't know this, and I, I'm just telling you my thought, okay? This is my thought. I can just imagine God looking down and thinking to himself, Hey, would there be one that would stand and fight? You know why, you know why I, believe that with, I believe that? Because you see what God did when one did stand up. What does that tell you? That God wanted to get in the middle of it the whole time. Notice the actions here. Number one, the majority will run. There's always going to be somebody to run with. When you get ready to give up, boy, there'll be plenty to run with. They'll be all around you. They'll be all around you, ready to go. But number two, look at the actions. Look at his actions. Number one, hey, listen, uh, number one of his actions here. Look at verse number 11. After, after him was Shema, the son of A.G., the Herorite, and the Philistines were gathered together in a troop, and there was a piece of ground full of lentils. Would God fight for a ground full of lentils? You better believe it. 
And the people fled from the Philistines. But he stood in the midst of the ground. He stood. You see, I believe every word of this is so key to how we are to be living in this day. You say, preacher, about the lentils? Yes, it's about the details, the big things, the little things. Praise God. Brother Judd, one of his praises week after week after week is answered prayer for the little things. Why do you think God's answering those little things? Because they matter to God. Oh, that ground of lentils. Would God, hey, would God come down? Yes, God came down and fought for the ground of lentils. We're talking about the God of glory. Why? Because it means that much to him. Oh, think about this. The actions. He stood in the midst of the ground, folks. In the midst of the ground. I want to ask you tonight, who in the world is going to stand in the midst of a wreck? Are you that close to God? Huh? Hey, plug this in, why don't you? Is your home a wreck? What do you mean, preacher? I'm talking about the Philistines. Hey, has the devil come in and made a havoc in your house? Hmm? How's your job going, huh? Has the devil got stirred up in your job? Because if he hasn't yet, he will. Congratulations. Huh? How about your finances? Well, we got a good way of letting the devil use that, don't we? Sure we do. What's the wreck in your life? Maybe, maybe tonight it's your relationship with God that's broken. Maybe it's your relationship with God that needs to be right. Listen to me. Hey, we're all the same here, folks. It's called examination. What is a wreck in your life? Can I tell you tonight, going to God right in the middle of that thing and giving it to Him is the only way you're going to see yourself through it? There's no other way. There's no other way. You want a seven-step hey, seven help program? Give it to God seven times. Yes. Hey, and when you can't give it to Him no more, guess what? And it's still there, you give it to Him again. You say, God, hey, you say, God, I'm not getting along with my spouse. I don't know what else to do. Why don't you keep giving them to God? Oh, you know what? I've seen people do that, and then God get to working on their heart, and they say, guess what, preacher? Things are changing. I wonder why you gave them to God. Do we believe or do we not? Who's going to stand in the middle of the mess? Who's going to stand in the middle of the wreck of what's left? You see, I just choose to believe that whatever's left, God wants you in the middle of it. You say, there ain't much left. You know those naysayers, there had to be, I am hot. There had to be so many. There had to be so many saying, why in the world would he run up there now? I mean, really, it's, it, the, the crop, what's left of it ain't even no good. They've trampled all over it. You ever heard anybody like that? Why fight any further? What is there to fight for, huh? Hey, how many's got discouragers? Come on! That's why I said this morning, it's so, it's so important that we get around God's people. Because if you don't, you will be discouraged. Now, does that mean God's people are perfect people? No, they're not. Sinners saved by grace. But I can tell you this, they got God in them. You get around them, and you get discouraged, and you get down. Rub, hey, rub shoulders with somebody that's, hey, got a good touch with God. Yes. 
Yeah, so here he is in the middle of that field. And what does he do? He goes out there and he stands in the middle of that wreck. You know, I think the first step for every single one of us is to take a stand. Take a stand. You realize you can't fight for something that you ain't even taking a stand for. Make sure you understand that. Because you go to fighting and you don't understand the stand that you've taken, you might be on the wrong side of the fight. Hear me. God expects, God expects His people to stand up. Oh, what a, what a parallel to our day. What a question for the church. What a question for this country. And listen, I don't need to get political. Everybody knows it's a mess. Ha! It's a mess. And I've said to myself, who in the world is willing to stand up and fight for what it was, what this nation was founded on and stands for? And you hear me tonight, whether America stands or whether America falls, God is still God that will never change. This country's not dependent on who God is. But I can tell you what, we are who we are by who we believe God is. Yes. And I've asked myself over and over again, I wonder if there's enough God-fearing people who would stand up and fight for what God has given us. Preacher, that sounds awfully political. No, it's not. I believe, listen, what God has given us, what did we say about these lentils? Hey, God give, gave it to them. God owned it. Guess what? They fought for it. Hey, at least he did. I wonder who's willing to fight today. But I can see God just asking that question. Just, hey, that, not that he needs the answer, but would there be one who believes and trusts me in the battle, in the fight, in the opposition? He stood in the midst of the ground. Praise God for one. Praise God for one. How many of you know sometimes it is going to be only one? Sometimes it's only going to be a handful. Sometimes it's only going to be a few. Sometimes it's going to be one church. Sometimes it's going to be a few churches. But thank God we ain't got to run. Thank God we ain't got to go hide. You see, that's what everybody else was doing. And while they chose to flee, he chose to fight. Oh, he chose to fight. You say, would God have him fight that battle? I believe it. I believe it wholeheartedly. Why? Because God got right in the middle of it. Oh, God got right in the middle of it. Notice his actions. He stood in the midst of the ground. Many times God's wanting us to stand and see. Have faith in God. I wonder, I wonder tonight where truly your faith lies. Where's the trust of his protection? Hear me. Where is the trust of his protection? You say, preacher, are you asking me to do something foolish? No, I'm asking you this. Are you following God's will for your life? Are, hey, listen, Him within you, is He leading you every step of the way? Can I tell you now, if He's not, guess what? You're in for a much more troubled road than where you're at right now. Huh? You think, the, you think what you've got is a mess now? Hey, they went, they went away without, not only, listen to me, they ran away not only not having the lentils, but they went away in failure, hmm? disappointment. But I want you to notice something. 
As Shema was running to the fight, as he ran to the middle of that ground, you know what he left was a testimony. Can I tell you this? If you'll allow God to use you and you do the will of God, you know what He's going to do? He's going to make a testimony out of that thing. He, listen, those that run, He's going to allow them to see you in the fight. Not for your glory, not for your honor, but that they might see the power of God. And you know, it's one thing to see the power of God, and it's another to experience the power of God. Hear me tonight. Oh, he stood. He fought. Can I tell you tonight, listen, he ought to be the sight of, of joy for the Christian who's backslidden, the one who's lost their joy or it believes that they have, the one who feels defeated, the one who feels overcome. He ought to be a sight of joy. Why? Because you can be like him. You can be like him. I'm so glad to know the devil don't have to control my life. I don't have to let him. I don't have to let him. Stand. Stand in the middle of what is left. Can I tell you this? I was reading this week, and I came across this, and it is so true. We will do or we will die. We will do or we will die. What do I mean? If we all want to all roll over and we all want to run and hide, guess what? That's exactly what will take place. And we will die. We will die. Preacher, what do we need to do? We need to stand and we need to fight. You know, you are to be a voice when there ain't one. Hmm? I'm talking about for God. I'm talking about for God. Listen, there's going to be plenty of people who don't think you ought to do this, that, or the other. Who cares if God told you to do it? You do it. We do or die. We do God's will or we don't. Listen to me. There is no middle of the road. It's either death or victory for us. You realize that? For, for the church today, I don't believe we get that. It's either death or victory. There's no middle of the road. Listen, those days of skimming by and getting by and just existing are over. They're over. Hey, the games of pretending are over. Can I tell you this? We're getting separated, folks. And those that are truly born again and saved and on fire for God, and listen, trusting and having faith in Him, guess what? It's being separated out from those that are running. And I'm not talking about tonight, I'll say it again, I'm not talking about the not ones that cannot be here with us. That has nothing to do with the message tonight. I'm talking about where you are spiritually. Because the devil's already told some of you. Listen, I know it. I know what he does. Listen, if you give him an inch, he'll take a mile. Some of you say that preacher's just talking about the fact I can't be there or I can't be involved or we can't do this. No, I'm talking about you spiritually. Where are you with God? Where are you with God? You're either following him and living or you're, guess what? Or you've already left and ran and you're dying. I believe God's looking for some more men that's going to get right in the middle of the wreck. Get right in the middle of what's left. What does that mean, preacher? What does that look like? That means whatever your situation is, you plug it in and God give, you give it to God and He take what's left and He make a miracle out of it. Huh? Let me, 
Let me ask you this. Do you believe tonight that the, the same God who got in the middle of the fight, and we're going to get there, got in the middle of the fight, couldn't replace those lentils that they needed? You better believe it. Hey, he'd give, hey, he'd give them ten times the lentils if that's what he wants to do. What am I saying? Give it to God and trust Him for it. And watch what He'll do with it. Not only bring you the victory, but He's going to give you what you need for the victory. We're talking about one man. Hey, up against the whole, whole troop there. Look how they are. Look, what look at the position they're in. I mean, they're just ready to wipe them out. Not only did He stand, but He fought. He defended it. And while everybody was running, he was fighting. Trusting God for the victory. I'll be real honest with you. I'd rather go down fighting from my God than to know like a coward I ran and hid. Hear me tonight. You say, preacher, that's a great cost you're talking about. So be it. Does he own our future or does he not? Does he provide for us or does he not? I mean, folks, do we honestly get it that God came down for a patch of lentils? That the glory of God saw what one man was willing to fight for in his name? And God came down and fought in a patch of lentils. You know, I read that and I went back over this and I said, My God, my faith is so weak. Hear me. Preacher, how could you say something like that? Why? Because there's been many times in my own life, listen, I didn't think God even cared about the patch of lentils. I'm here to tell you tonight, God cares about it all. He cares about every ounce of it that belongs to Him. Oh, He wants to see You realize this? There's not a child of God that God doesn't want to see victory for. God didn't create you to sit around and wait for the next terrible thing to come up. I believe we're in such a state. You know what? We're in such a state that we're waiting on the next problem. That we're waiting on the next distraction and waiting on the next disappointment in our lives. God didn't create us for that. Created us for victory. Listen, if He, if he would have created us for disappointment, we'd be looking at hell tonight. Yeah, we'd be looking at hell tonight. We surely wouldn't be saved I ask you tonight, are you saved? Number four, the Lord is with you in all things. Notice this. Verse 12, but he stood in the midst of the ground and defended it and slew the Philistines. Can I tell you tonight, this is not a fairy tale story. This is not a picture slide book that we would give our kids and say, look how good God is. Can I tell you, this is history. This really happened, folks. One man, because of the power of God, defeated those Philistines. Not just for a battle for his name, but for the ground of lentils that belonged to him and his people. So I want to ask you this tonight. If God's willing to do that for the ground of lentils, what is he willing to do in your life? Huh? 
What is he willing to do in your life? I mean, I had to really examine that. What does God want to do in my life? What is it that I think that is so, hey, hey, that, that's so uh, small and insignificant that God wants to do in our life? Our wreck that we've got. What about the things that we think are already gone? Huh? What about the things that people tell us there's no hope for? Hmm? What does God want to do with those things? Oh, I believe God wants to do great and mighty things, but He's looking for people who will take a stand. I said this morning that God's power has not changed, and it has never changed. It was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. It is the same exact power, always will be. But you know what the difference is? Is what we will do. The action that we will take. God will do everything for us, but He will not go where He expects us to go and do what He expects us to do. And that's for you, and that's for me, and for every other child of God. And we can sit around and whine about it and cry. Who's ever done that? I'm looking at a bunch of people that has. Including myself. But to know tonight, just as then, if we took a stand for it, no matter how lost or insignificant it may seem, God do a miracle in it. God do a miracle in it. Yes. In 2021, when all seems lost. Man, I look how things has not turned out like we wanted to. Hey, even as a child of God, things in this, around this world, things locally, things in this nation not turn out how we expect or how we desire or how we prayed. How many people has been there? Yes. But thanks be to God, if we'll take a stand, it don't mean it's over. It means we're going to look and see what God's going to do with it. Oh, He's God. He defended it. He fought as they fled. He fought and he slew them. Why? Because in verse 12 it says in the last part, And slew the Philistines and the Lord wrought a great victory. What does that mean? Thank God for the man who stood, but thank God to God who showed up. Who did the work God did? Who wants to do the work in your life tonight? God does. When you wake up tomorrow, hear me because somebody's going to need this when they wake up tomorrow. I feel it coming on. Y'all ready for it? Huh? You're going to need this tomorrow. Huh? You're going to meet opposition at the door. Congratulations. Some of you will meet opposition before you ever put your feet on the floor. Are you going to expect God to bring a victory? And are you going to do what He's called you to do? Just as I can't do for you what God would have done, you, you can't do for me what God would have me to do. But praise God, if we do what we're supposed to do, we'll see the victory. I ask you tonight, what is it in your own life? God brought the victory down. God showed that He's with Him in all things and that He's with us. But we got to stand. And thank God he loves victory for his people. Oh, I could just see him taking that sword and the power of God upon him. Can you imagine how it felt for everybody that ran to look back and see the power of God on that man that would stand? 
I ask you tonight, what side do you want to be on? You see, we can be observers or we can be used. You realize the choice that we have before us and the lives we're living today? You think you was born in 20, uh, you born to live in 2021 by accident? No, I've just accepted it. This is where God's put me. He can't put me back 100 years ago. We can't go backwards, but He wants to use us now. He wants to use us now. And He wants to use us with every single little bit of it. God honors those that will stand. God honors those who will fight. God honors those who will do His will. Do you hear me tonight? Listen, I've slowed it down because I just believe we need to hear those words. Do we want to honor God or do we want to go through the motions? I believe the time of going through the motions has passed. And I believe we're seeing a separation among people. Hear me. And many of those may not have been saved to begin with. There's going to be a falling away, folks. Not everybody's going to go with God. The question tonight is for you. Will you go with God? Will you take the stand? Will you fight? Hey, will you be there when it's all said and done? Will you experience it? Or will you watch it? That's up to you and I. But we're going to answer the question with our lives. The very testimony of our lives. I believe we've got work to do. I believe I've got work to do. I believe it's the time now to draw closer to the Lord than ever. And I believe God's always wanted that for His people. To live trusting Him and believing uh, Him for what He would do. Not that we would be, hey, born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of man, but born of God. Truly born of God. And tonight the choice is ours. I wonder, you know, I, I wonder, would God give us and God help us? This is my prayer for you. Hey, that Lord help us to be God-built, God-strengthened, God-nerved, and God-sustained. Folks, we don't need it in the coming days. We need it today. We need it now, but God's not going to give us something we don't want. God's not going to beg you to serve Him. God's not going to beg you for your faithfulness. Do you hear me tonight? I think so many times, Ben, if you would come and play, I think so many times we, we, we expect God to beg us to live for Him. You realize God, listen, God is not going to ask you, hey, would you read my word? Would you read my word? Would you read my word? Listen, He's going to convict you because that's what you ought to do. Being faithful to the Lord. He's not going to beg you to be faithful. He's God. He's not going to beg you. Hey, He give you something to do. Hey, and God has given a calling on everybody's life that's saved. There's no doubt about that. We know that. He's not going to beg you to be obedient. 
He expects you to be obedient. What am I saying tonight? We saw a man. Listen, he instead of running, he ran to the fight. What is that? that what is that ought to tell you and I? That if we've been running, how about it be time we stop running? If we're scared, how about we stop being scared? If we're living in fear, how about we stop living in fear? I think he told us enough in his word to fear not. And to trust him. I think so many times, you know, we're, we're good at trusting God when it comes to salvation. But man, you let some time lapse and we forget everything God did at salvation. God bring you through a tough time in your life. I'm, I'm being serious. I look back at my own life. God, listen, God do, a, God do a miracle in your life. Pull you through something. And guess what? The week, week after that, you done forgot what God's done done. What I'm saying about you, I say about me. We so forget who God is. We find ourselves so far away from Him in those moments. I pray you hear me tonight. God's not looking for runners. He's looking for fighters. He's looking for fighters. And the world ain't going to be it. It's going to come from His children. So I wonder tonight. Because I've had to examine my own life. Why is it that I... Hey, why is it? Why is it? That I can't have that kind of faith. And I find most of the time it's me. It's me. I want to ask you tonight with heads bowed and eyes closed. I don't pretend to know where anybody is with the Lord. It ain't none of my business where you are with God. But I know God cares. Oh, I know God cares. And in a world of, hey, in a world of runners where, hey, children of God are, are running every single day, running away from the fight, I believe God's looking for the fighters. Man, it's easy to run and hide. Boy, it's easy to give up. It's easy to roll over. But those aren't the ones that experience the glory of God. Oh, those aren't the ones that experience the glory of God. No way, no how. I want to read tonight. I want to read tonight what Paul said in Colossians chapter number 1 and verse number 29. Whereunto I also labor... Striving according to His working, which worketh in me mightily. I wonder tonight, can you honestly say that Almighty God is working in you mightily? Boy, I had to ask myself that question. Am I running or am I fighting? This altar is open, I pray. Boy, I pray if God's so impressed, you come tonight. To God, there'd be some fighters today. Heavenly Father God, I do thank you, Lord, for your word. 
God, I thank you for the examples in your word, God. God, men of valor, God, who stood and and fought, God, didn't run away from the fight, but God stood strong. God, I thank you for them. God, God, I know tonight with all of my heart, God, you're looking for more. Oh, God, you're looking for more. God, that when the majority is running, your children who are sold out to you, God, are running to you, God. Running to the battle, God. Standing strong in the fight. Standing to see how you're going to move and work. God, I thank you for those that take a stand. God, I can just imagine as he stood there all by himself. God, as your presence showed up, God. God, as you fought right there alongside of him, God, thank you for fighting alongside of us when we take a stand. God, to know that he got to experience the victory and not have to watch it. God, I pray today, God, that your people would be tired of standing and watching, but they'd get in the fight. God, realizing you care about every little detail, whether it be the ground of lentils, God, or whether it be uh, the little things in our life that ain't going the way we need them to. God, to know you care. God, to know that if we'll stand up and be what you've called us to be, you'll be there to fight with us. God, I thank you, Lord, that you fight with us. I pray now, God, your people do business with you, God. God, I pray tonight in Jesus' name, amen.